inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Have you ever wondered... Have you ever wondered why it's so hard to change? Have you ever tuned into what's going on in your head and realizing, oh my gosh, I'm having an argument with somebody and you weren't even aware of it? Have you ever wondered why when you tune into your thinking, it's a certain way on a regular amount of time? Have you ever wondered why you do what you do? Have you ever wondered why you think about the things you think about? Have you ever wondered why? You know, today is a special day in November. And so I want to welcome you to Like It Matters Radio because today is a day called Thanksgiving in America. I'm not sure if that's the same around the world. But Thanksgiving, it's a day, it's usually the fourth Thursday of each month where we, we give thanks. And I know America is no longer a Christian nation. I know we live in a post-modern America, a post-Christian America. But it doesn't change the factual reality that the pilgrims came to this country and they endured a lot of hardships. They wanted freedom of religion. They wanted to to create their own life and be held accountable to that and and uh, live based on that. And we all know that they were spiritual people. They believed in the God of a Bible. Maybe some didn't believe in a personal God, but they believed that there was an entity out there that at least hit the play button that was above all things. And some of us believe that not only is there an entity out there that sits above all things that press the play button, but he's also intimately involved in the day-to-day workings of our lives. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans for hope in the future. For you are God's workmanship, his masterpiece, created advance anew in Christ Jesus, prepared in advance for good works for us to walk through. For he told Jeremiah, I knew you, When you're in the womb, I knew you before the womb. I stitched you together. I know your frame. Don't tell me you can't do this. I'm your creator. And so our founding, uh, not our founding fathers, but pilgrims, they had a day where they would be grateful and pray to the God of the universe, to, to pray to Yahweh, to thank him for blessing the harvest, for thank him for keeping them safe, for thanking them. And hopefully that thanks gets them through a rough winter. And so today on Thanksgiving, I, I want to talk about the way we're made. Because we are made in a certain way. And once you understand how we're made, you can function at a greater level. Because what is Thanksgiving? Now, isn't that a great question? What is Thanksgiving? Is it a day? Is the day on the calendar, the fourth Thursday 
of every November? Or is it a mindset? Is a way of life? Is it a frame? So I want to start today's radio show off with uh, two simple poems. They're both Thanksgiving Day poems. And really what a Thanksgiving, I think, was attended for, to be joyful, to be grateful. So this first one's called Thanksgiving Day by Lydia Maria Child. Over the river and through the wood, trot fast my dapple gray. Spring over the ground like a hunting hound, for this is Thanksgiving Day. Over the river and through the wood and straight through the barnyard gate. We seem to go extremely slow. It is so hard to wait. Over the river and through the wood. Now grandmother's cap I spy. Hooray for the fun is the pudding done. Hooray for the pumpkin pie. Amen. And a song for Mary Harvest by Eliza Cook. Bring forth the harp and let us sweep its fullest, loudest string. The bee below, the bird above are teaching us to sing. A song for Mary Harvest and the one who will not bear. His grateful part partakes a boon he ill deserves to share. The grasshopper is pouring forth his quick and trembling notes. The laughter of the gleaner child, the heart's own music floats. Up, up, I say, a round delay from every voice that lives should welcome Mary Harvest and bless the God that gives. Isn't that great? And what is Thanksgiving? What is that spirit of thankfulness, of gratefulness? Something important to know, right? It's not a mindset. What is the word grateful? Why, it's a feeling or showing of an appreciation of kindness. It's to be thankful. That's what Thanksgiving is. It is a day to give thanks. But we got to decide, is it a day or is it a way? Is it a holiday or is it the Yahweh? Right? Thankful and grateful are the same word. We would call them synonymous. If you had a thesaurus, I love big words, I know. If you had a thesaurus, and if you looked up the word thankful, one of the words in the list of it's similar to is grateful. And if you had a thesaurus and you typed in the word grateful, one of the words in the list it gives you that are similar would be thankful. So thankful is grateful. So grateful is feeling or showing an appreciation of kindness. It's thankful. I'm very grateful to you for all your help. It's also appreciative of benefits received, expressing gratitude or giving pleasure or contentment. Boy, that's something missing in the world today, huh? Contentment. It comes from Latin gratis, meaning pleasing. That's what a tip is. It's a gratuity. That means you got pleasing service, so you give extra money. Nowadays in America, you're demanded a gratuity uh, for people who are half-hearted, who think it's your honor that they're showing up to work. But again, that shows you how we can pervert things and twist things, take a real word, what it means, and then make it something it doesn't mean at all. Grateful, another definition, warmly or deeply appreciative of kindness or benefits received. Thankful, it could also mean expressing or actuated by gratitude, pleasing to the mind or senses or agreeable. You see, something you got to realize is I'm a very logical person. Oh, I'm very emotive, very emotive. But I'm also very logical. And I know this. 
The brain cannot have two opposing forces occupy the same space and time. In other words, it cannot be day and night at the same time. You cannot be excited and depressed at the same time. You cannot be a victim and have unmerited favor at the same time. You cannot be merciful and unforgiving at the same time. You cannot give grace and expect entitlement at the same time. This is what you got to realize. This is what you got to understand. You must be able to identify where are you? What is your mindset? We cannot be thankful and grateful and a victim at the same time. We must choose. And so today, as we celebrate Thanksgiving, we've got to decide. And I'm going to suggest that some of you need to lose your remote. What am I talking about? Well, you see, we have this piece of our brain called the reticular activating system, part of the brain. And it is the brain's conscious, it is the brain's focal center. And the cool thing about it, or the bad thing about it, is it works at the unconscious level. And there's two things about the reticular activating system I want to share with my audience today and get you to understand. Number one, uh, it's about focusing on what we do want instead of what we don't want. And most people focus on what they don't want, and they wonder why they keep creating it. But the second part of it is the reticular activating system, the brain's focal center, is like a remote control. And whatever you focus that on, that's what it sees. Just like your tuner at home, if you were focused on ESPN, you wouldn't expect to be watching SpongeBob. And if your tuner was focused on Telemundo, you wouldn't expect to be watching Fox News. So today on Like It Matters Radio, to keep in the spirit of Thanksgiving, I want to talk about the reticular activating system and encourage you this week to be grateful and lose your remote. We'll be back after these messages. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. You've had a difference in your relationship with God, too. Tell me about that. Um, yeah, I was I was raised in a church uh, and I kind of stepped away uh, in, in my adult life. And this class kind of brought me right back to, to my faith. And that's a huge, huge part of my life that's just been missing. And I just, I, I feel rejuvenated, if that makes sense, that, you know, knowing that God's walking right next to me every day, every night, you know, he's right here for me and everyone else for that matter. But he's here for, for me right yeah. now. And you have some peace, don't you? Oh, it's, it's, it's really amazing. Sorry, I'm going to get emotional. Okay. But it's, 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 it's amazing. It's an amazing feeling inside my heart. Like It Matters' unique approach allows people to see, hear, and experience leadership in motion. Like It Matters Radio. Radio Like It Matters. Hi, I'm Ronnie Deutsch, and if you or your business owe money to the IRS, I've got great news for you. Tax laws have changed. Billions of dollars are earmarked for IRS Fresh Start programs. And if you qualify, you can literally save tens of thousands of dollars. Listen, I know what you're going through. Call me if you want to speak with a tax attorney or tax professional for free. 800-246-1687. 800-246-1687. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio. Like It Matters, happy Thanksgiving. 
man. If you are listening to this show on the fourth Thursday of the month of November, then Thanksgiving is a day. And I hope you get your L tryptophan, and I hope you get some rest, and I hope you get some time with family. But the biggest thing I hope for is that you lose your remote this week. What am I talking about? Well, you're going to have to stay tuned, aren't you? You're going to have to listen. This is not one of those quick hits where you can just gobble up 10 seconds and figure it all out. Now you're better than that, leader. You're a warrior. You can keep yourself focused. Warriors know how to focus. Warriors know how to be fully present in the now moment. They're not distracted by shiny things and squirrels. They have focus. They have commitment. They have purpose. They know what it's like to be part of a team. They have a vision. And they're driven. And so today, this week, this month, this year, let's stay stuck on the Grateful Channel. I know a lot of my listeners out there love golf. I've done a lot of work with the PGA in the past. So let me share with you a little poem by John Leland. Uh, It's called Life is Like a Round of Golf. Life is like a round of golf with many a turn and twist, but the game is much too sweet and short to curse the shots you've missed. Sometimes you'll hit it straight and far, sometimes the putts roll true, but each round has its errant shots and troubles to play through. So always swing with courage, no matter what the lie, and never let the hazards destroy the joy inside. And keep a song within your heart. Give thanks that you can play. For the round is much too short and sweet to let it slip away. Boy, there's some good hope. There's some good hope for Thanksgiving. And I want to remind you of how we're made. You know, if you're in the car business, you know cars. If you're in the computer business, you know computers. I don't care what you do for a living, if you're gainfully employed or not, it doesn't matter whether you get a paycheck or get a monthly deposit or get time and a half or get paid vacations. What matters is what are you doing with your time? What are you doing with your thoughts? And are you controlling your thoughts or are they controlling you? Emotional intelligence is the right emotion with the right intensity at the right time direct toward the right person in the right way. And the day of Thanksgiving is supposed to be a a way to control your thoughts, to stay focused on those things that we're thankful for. You know, there used to be a guy, I don't know if he's still alive, by Edward de Bono, and I think it was called Six Hat Thinking. I used to love De Bono's work. I love saying his name too, De Bono. What? What you say? Are you allowed to say it on the radio? De Bono. Yeah, I said that. <laughs> Edward De Bono, uh, and he used to work on thinking. And one of the first people I've ever uh, studied that their whole thing was on thinking. It's just a great concept. And so he would have, I think, it was six hats. And uh, what you would do, the hat would control your your what you could discuss at that time. It was a frame, if you will, a way to, to frame the conversation, to frame the focus. 
And so if it was a green hat, let's say they put a green hat on the table, you can only be think of new ideas or I'm just making this up. I don't remember how it worked, but, you know, new things, giving new things growth, new possibilities. You know, when you had the black hat on, you know, it was critical thinking. So now your entire frame of thought was to be to critically analyze everything you've discussed to plans. What's what could go wrong with it? What are the flaws in it? Why might this not work? You know, but it was a way to control thinking. And it's a fascinating concept, and I love De Bono's work, and it kind of reminds me now I need to go back and revisit some of the stuff. But we have that ability. See, what De Bono did is he just assigned a frame to a color. But people could still think about whatever they wanted to think about. Technically, they could talk about whatever they want to talk. Now, they would be off topic. It would be inappropriate unless you had someone who was sitting there watching and listening to the conversation and they'd pipe in, sorry, that's off topic. Sorry, that's not germane to the topic at hand. I love the word. It's not germane. Is that germane? I mean, Jermaine Jackson? No. <laughs> no. Is it germane to the topic at hand? And so we have the ability to do that because we can control you know, I, I say this quote all the time, between the stimulus and the response, there's a space, and in that space is our power, it's our freedom. Dr. Viktor Frankl, who spent years in Auschwitz, who lost a lot, and I'm talking about family to the Nazis who killed him, but he again went into that, you know, the, the one gift, the one thing of free will that we all have is the, the will to choose our own attitude. See, Dr. Uh, Eric Byrne, came up with something called transactional analysis. In 1965, he wrote a book, The the Games People Play, and it basically a concept of taking the concept field, uh, I mean, the, the, the hard field of psychology and, and communication and putting it into layman's terms. And communication, he said, if you think about it, is a stimulus and a response. Someone says something or does something, and someone says something or does something back. That's a transaction. There's a stimulus, there's a response. But this is where Dr. Viktor Frankl's quote comes in. Between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space, there are power and our freedom. See, here's what you got to get. What is that space between, to quote Dave Matthews, what is the space between the stimulus and the response? You know, if you look up something like Planck time, I think is the shortest time there is. Planck distance, P-L-A-N-C-K, I think it is. But you got to think, this is not that short. It's one of the shortest distances. Planck distance is the, the shortest measurable distance between two things. Uh, it, it would be something that moves so slow or it was such a minuscule movement that you couldn't see it with the naked eye. That's what Planck time is. Now, I want you to know that there's a larger gap of time between the stimulus and the response. You know why? Because how our manufacturer made us. Our manufacturer made us to where our mind was six times faster than we can talk. If you read the manufacturer's owner's manual, the Bible, it tells us to hold our, our thoughts captive. We wouldn't have been told to do something unless God equipped us to do it. We're told uh, to, to hold our tongue. It is the deadliest of all organs. It kills the tongue. Again, what it's saying is to keep your words to yourself if they're not good or get rid of them. How can you do that? Well, it's easy because God made our minds six times faster than we can talk. The only way we know what to say is we hear it in our head first. But here's the key. We must be in the now moment. We must be in the now moment. 
And so this is why it matters, because between the stimulus and response, there's a space, and in that space, there's our power and our freedom. So here's what happens. Someone says something or does something, but we don't respond to it. Remember, there's a space between the stimulus and the response. And because the mind thinks six times faster we can talk, it's at work already. It's at work. What's it doing? It goes to what it knows. A dog returns with vomit and a sow after cleaning herself returns the mire. It, you know what we do? We go to our pound of flesh. We go to our record or wrong. We go to all that stuff that God tells us not to hold on to, but the world tells us to keep a record or wrong, to keep a pound of flesh. The world tells black people that the world hates you and white people hate you uh, and that life isn't fair to you. Uh, and that, you know, people that look like you 100 years ago, 200 years ago, were treated poorly. Matter of fact, 500 years ago, we got to make up an, some more hatred. We got to make it up. There's not enough hatred out there. 500 years ago, you were brought as slaves and you founded America, but you don't even get credit for that. Why does that matter? Because when you hold on to that, when you tell young black people that cops are hunting you, that cops are out to kill you. You know what happens in their body when they see flashing lights in their rearview mirror? They start going in panic mode. They start replaying all the stuff they've been told. They start seeing the Rodney King videos or whatever. And now they start thinking all the stuff they've been told. And now they go, oh my gosh, my life's in jeopardy. My... And then, see, this is how we work. We don't respond to reality. We respond to our map of reality. In other words, we don't respond to what is going on. We respond to our perception our frame. And where does that frame come from? The stuff we hold on to. This is why we got to choose. What are we going to hold on to? Because if we're going to be in a spirit of thanksgiving, a spirit of gratefulness, we cannot be a victim and grateful at the same time. This is the key. And it's true scientifically based on how you are made. And that's what I want to talk about today. We have this, this stem in our brain. It is called the reticular activating system. It is the RAS. It is the brain's focal center. And it works at the unconscious level. And you got to understand, this is why we do the things we do. This is why we have the perceptions we have. This is why on autopilot, we have fears and we have doubts and we have things that go on that sometimes we chime in, we can go, whoa, what's that? That shouldn't be going on in my head. But see, we got to hold our thoughts captive. We got to hold our tongue. We need to go back to personal responsibility instead of seeking justice that doesn't exist on this planet, what if we seek understanding and understand that we're all flawed, we all fall short of the glory of God. Understand that we've all showed up at times where we're not pleasing to others. Understand that we could all take a moment in our lives and if we were to be judged by that moment, the outcome would not be good for us. We gotta have understanding that some people make mistakes and it doesn't make them a bad person. We got to understand just because someone looks a certain way on the outside doesn't mean that they're a certain way on the inside. See, what we need is understanding, and part of it is to understand ourselves. We're all in the people business. And in my journey to fix myself, I realized patterns. I saw things in me that are also present in other people. And one thing I learned a long time ago is what we focus on, we move in that direction. 
And so for the rest of the show, I want to talk about the reticular activating system. It is the brain's focal center because our eyes and our feet are connected. Our eyes move in the direction of our focus and our focus in the direction of our movement. And so we got to take control. And so after this break, I'm going to give you two reasons why we got to get control of the reticular activating system and lose our remote. I'm Black. We'll be right back. If I was your mother and you had a drug problem, I'd grab you by the ear and make you call and get help. You can be in treatment tomorrow and start to get clean in seven days. Follow mom's advice and call the Detox and Treatment Helpline now. Write this number down. 800-210-7907. 800-210-7907. 800-210-7907. That's 800-210-7907. You're a work in progress. A little more. A little more. Constantly under construction. That's good. To build your productive life, you need the right tools from Mr. Black and Like It Matters Radio. A good golfer has a great caddy who shares the load and understands the course. Hire Mr. Black as your life caddy to live more fulfilling and successfully. If you want to get to the next level and beyond, both personally and professionally, sign up for Mr. Black's Immersive Leadership Awakening class. It's the most powerful, transformational two days you will ever experience. Stay in touch with Mr. Black and the change connected to him on your schedule with his daily podcast. Search Living Like It Matters wherever you get your podcasts. Walk along with Mr. Black as he goes to God's Instruction Manual. It's manna from the Word of God with Mr. Black's Bible teaching at wayofwarrior.blog. Build yourself up like it matters and get everything God has for you. Go to likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio on this special Thursday, although you could be listening to a different day, in the month of November. You know why that matters? Because the fourth Thursday of every November of every year for a while now, we celebrate a day called Thanksgiving. And again, I want to offer the suggestion that Thanksgiving should not be a day. It should be a way that Thanksgiving should not be a holiday, but it is the Yahweh. And we serve a God who's long suffering. He tells us to be grateful in all things. Paul showed us that I am grateful in all things when I have and I have not. And that's the key to life. The most content people, the happiest people in the world are people, poor people in places of this world that have very little. But what they have is family. They have nature. They have health. And they have God. And they have joy. Happiness is a momentary thing, external thing, but joy is an internal thing. And today, for the rest of this radio show, I want to give you hope because I want you to know that we have more control than we realize. You know, when we have no control, most people are control freaks, but they don't know they're control freaks. When we don't have control of stuff, we have fear, we have doubt. And it triggers a lot of ailments, it triggers a lot of psychosis, triggers a lot of things, and most of it's related to fear. Because even doubt is related to fear. But what if? What if you realized you had more control than you ever, ever were aware of? What if you do have the keys to the kingdom? What if, like the saying says, two men sit behind bars, one sees mud, the other sees stars? How can two people 
going through the same experience with the same trauma, frame it one way that destroys them, and another person frame it a totally different way that builds them up. It's all our doing. It's the frame we put around things. This is what you got to be careful what you listen to. Because we live in a hateful world. We live in a world that's shaking the jar. We live in an America that wants to pit people against each other. We've never lived in a more openly racist time where our government is probably the most racist government. I mean, racism, by definition, is using skin color as a determinant. You know, if I, if I used age as a determinant, if I said I want a young person or I only want an old person, uh, I would be called an ageist. If I said I only wanted a man for this job or I, only a woman could do this job, if I used gender as a determining factor, you would call me a sexist. If I only wanted an animal, uh, not a human for something, maybe you can call me a, a speciest. <laughs> And so I know it's silly because there's only one race, so I hate the whole thing, you know, racist, or, you know, race war, because there's one race, the human race. However, for the sake of logic, and since most people equate skin color to race, which is non-factual, but if I use skin color as a determinant, I am a racist. If I want to hire you or not hire you based on your skin color, I'm a racist. If I want to like you or don't like you based on your skin color, I'm a racist. If I want to share your bed or not share your bed with you because of the color of your skin, I'm a racist. Just like if I did that based on your number of years you've been on this planet, I would be an ageist. And just like based on what you have in your pants and what bathroom you use, I use that to judge you based on that, I would be a sexist. This is where we got to train people to think. This is why three of the tenets of my radio show is inspiration, education, application. Inspiration, I want to move you. Application, I want to get you doing something. But education is not telling you I'm smarter than you are. Education, to use Albert Einstein's definition, is the training of the mind to think. And so let me tell you how God made you. Because we're all in the people business. Because we buy and sell to people. We meet a person and we fall in love and we have little people. We look in the mirror at ourselves and we see that I am a people, right? And so we're in the people business. So we gotta know how people work. And the way we do this, we work on ourselves. We study a little bit. The one organ in our body that never has to deteriorate, that never has to lose its functionality is your brain. But atrophy, there's a law out there. You know how laws work. The law of atrophy says if you don't use it, you lose it. And so people think less today than they ever have. And we're being manipulated. You know, mass formation, look it up. Google Joseph Goebbels. Google fifth generation warfare. You'll see what's going on. And this is why it's the way of the word to figure this out. But you got to realize how you're made. And so you can function at a higher level. I have a lot of friends that are car guys. They can go in there and tinker with their carburetor, tinker with this and get more uh, you know, carbon monoxide or get more fuel pumping in per second and make it go faster. I couldn't do that because I don't know how a car works. and I don't care to know how a car works. I'll let Brett Wassell or somebody else do that. It's not my cup of tea. And no, I'm not British, right? And so I don't know, but I do know 
how your conscious mind works. I do know how the unconscious mind works. I do know how physiology works. I do know how biology works. I do know theology. I do know the ologies. It's just the study of it. And when you study all these things, you see how the pieces come together. And so I'm going to cover the reticular activating system. Two things about the RAS. It's a stem in our brain, unconscious brain. And the first thing I want you to understand about it, it only picks up, uh, it only affirms. It does not pick up negative programming. And I always tell people to do this. Please, if you're driving, keep your eyes open, please. And a lot of you can keep your eyes open. This thing will solve the same effect. So I want you to do anything you want in your mind's eye, but don't picture the Statue of Liberty. Do anything else, but no picture Statue of Liberty. Now, your mind is six times faster than you can talk. And so if you can visualize, some people can't visualize. Some people have a hard time seeing pictures in their mind's eye. But if you can, you, you saw the gray lady. If you weren't able to visualize, you at least were aware of her. You couldn't stop it. Remember, the mind is six times faster than we can talk. And what it does is it only affirms. And your feet and your eyes are connected. Let me give you a better example. Let's say you were in a, inside of a building, but you were in your vehicle. Let's say it was a big warehouse. And you were backing up a vehicle, and you had to go in between a t- this table. But you wanted to pull right up next to this table, but you did not want to hit the table. If you did not want to hit the table, what must you keep in your field of vision at all times? Right, the table. And that's how it works in life. When we tell people, I don't want to be like my dad, I don't want to be like my dad, I don't want to be like my dad, you actually move in the direction of those qualities of your father. And so cats in the cradle, silver moon, little boy blue and the man in the moon, when you coming home, son, I don't know when, but we'll get together then, dad. We'll know we'll have a good time then, dad, right? If you don't know the song, look it up, Cats in the Cradle. Because little boy despised dad because he never had enough time for him. And so little boy was never going to be like daddy. But when little boy grew up, guess what happened? He became just like daddy. Yep. And that's what happens. You tell a child, don't spill the milk. And you planted a picture of spilt milk in their head. Now you apply a little pressure and they spill the milk. And then we go crazy and yell at them, I told you, don't spill the milk, right? Sorry, I got a little loud there. And you did it, and you're responsible, and then you blame them. Or we tell people, don't run around the pool. Don't walk on the grass. What if we told people what it was okay to do? It's okay to walk around the pool. It's okay to use the sidewalks and leave the pristine grass alone, right? In my class... I don't tell people not to be late. I tell them it's okay to be early. In my class, I don't tell people not to move like they're dead or move so slow. I tell them it's okay to hurry. What if we gave people permission? You tell a teenage child, don't talk to me that way. I'm your father. Well, then they shut down. They cross their arms and they go silent. And then you say, well, that's real grown up of you. You're not going to say anything now? Well, you know what that child still doesn't know is what they what you do want from them. You just tell them what you don't want. You want to be grateful? Start telling people what you do want instead of telling them what you don't want. And by the way, it's a deeper meaning. There are six elements of a well-formed outcome. In other words, six things that need to be present for a goal to be specific, uh, to, to create, uh, be properly formed. And you know what the first one is? State your goal positively. State what you want, not what you don't want. State it 
positively because what occupies your mind, whether intentionally or not, tends to turn into behavior and reality. What do I want? What is the outcome that I want? So we must think about what we want. Imagine how much better our lives would be, the, our family lives, if we started telling people what we don't, I mean, what we do want instead of what we don't want. And for us, that's a way to be in a state of gratitude, is to be, telling, be focused on things you do want. Your spouse shouldn't be a mind reader. They shouldn't know this. Some of the things that shouldn't be said, if they were sad, you wouldn't be so frustrated. So one of the ways to stay, keep gratefulness of mind focus is to focus on what we do want. And remember how blessed you are that you do have family, that you do have a place to go, that you do have people that care for you, that you do have more health than most, that even if financially you're not doing too well, it's much better to be not doing too well in a wealthy country than not being too well in a poor country. It's a choice. You can focus on what you do have or what you don't have. Just like when you focus on what you do want, you're more likely to get it. And when you focus on what you don't want, you're more likely to get it. So what if when you focus on what you do have, you're more likely to be grateful for it. And when you focus on what you don't have, you're more likely to play the victim. And we got to choose, especially those of you who are Christians. How can you have unmerited favor? You have unmerited favor. You're a prince or a princess, and you were given grace and mercy, and you did nothing for it. How can you claim that status and claim a victim? I don't care what the color of your skin. I don't care what bathroom you use. You can't be a victim and a child of the risen king at the same time. So if you choose and choose the best one, oh, you have nothing to do but be grateful. After the break, I'll tell you the second use of the rest. Give me 48 hours and I will give you a new beginning. Give me 48 hours and I will give you hope. Give me 48 hours and I will give you your power back. Because between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is your freedom. It is your power. At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life, along with the ability to achieve. Give Mr. Black 48 hours in the next Leadership Awakening. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-504-1123. 800-504-1123. That's 800-504-1123. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And remember, on this Thanksgiving day, this day to be grateful, to be thankful, let us remember that we are at choice. 
that we got to quit blaming other people for our choices of attitude, for our choice of what we hold on to. We can forgive. We can let go. We can let go and let God. We can no longer carry a pound of flesh, a record or wrong. Matter of fact, if you want to give your family in this world the greatest gift for the holiday seasons, why don't you give it and them the gift of forgiveness? What if we all, this holiday season, got rid of our record or wrong? What if we all, this holiday season, all dropped our pound of flesh that we cooked it with that turkey or whatever else you have for Thanksgiving, that we burn it up, and that we, on the other side, that have mercy and grace, we have understanding because if I can understand you a little bit better and we can understand each other a little bit better, does it make sense this world's a better place? Doesn't make sense we'll be happier at Thanksgiving, at Christmas dinners. Doesn't make sense we'll feel better in the coziness of our home. Doesn't make sense in our churches we might actually feel like a body united instead of a whole bunch of people divided. There's some great what ifs. Today's topic of the show is to leave your remote this week, to lose it. What am I talking about? Well, what I'm talking about is the reticular activating system. And it has two main focuses. It's part of the, if you, if you ever Google ADD or ADHD, you'll, you'll run into the reticular activating system. It is the brain's focal center. And it, it works at the unconscious level. But really, I told before in the last segment, you can listen to it at likeitmattersradio.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Just uh, search for Living Life Like It Matters. But remember, December 1st, like It Matters Radio becomes Way of the Warrior, fighting the good fight, because that's what I'm getting people ready for, the good battle, their good battle. Not a guns and ammo battle, but a heart, body, and soul battle. What are you willing to spend yourself, to spend yourself for a worthy cause? Because a good warrior knows there's only two places you leave your stuff. You can leave it on the table, or you can leave it on the field. When you leave something on a table, it's a sales analogy. It means you took the easy stuff. You put picked the low-hanging fruit. You, you picked up the ground droppings. You picked the first thing that came available to you around. That's how a lot of people get married. First person that allows them to share their bed, they say they keep sharing their bed, and then I guess we should get married. The low-hanging fruit. But that's not what we're called to do. We're called to, to live to our potential. I learned a long time ago God has a preferred will. And a permissive will. His preferred will is that none shall perish. But his permissive will is some will perish. I don't want God's low-hanging fruit for my life. I decided about six months ago that I want the best that God has for me. Not the leftovers. Not after he deals with all my free will jokes of choices. But I want the best that God has for me. What about you? See, that's what leaving something on the table and you left a lot, millions of dollars, millions of dreams, millions of changed lives, millions of times with people who God put in your path to, to meet their needs, maybe even angels that you're accompanying without even knowing, but they were from on high. The second place you can leave your stuff is on the field. And life is a game. It's a battlefield. There's ups and downs, there's highs and lows, there's days that you feel like you're winning and days like you feel like you've never won. 
And each day, you realize this too shall pass. With the rise and the fall of the systolic and the diastolic, of the highs and the lows, of the expectations and the disappointments. What a wild ride. When you leave your stuff on the field, you give it all you got. You know, I learned in high school a simple concept. I was third string offensive guard in high school on my football team. I very rarely ever played. And when I did it, there was no consequence to the game. That's the only time I got to play. And I learned a long time ago that the girls I wanted to be with, the pretty girls, you know, when the game was over, do you know who they hung out with? The guys whose jerseys were dirty. See, my jersey was always clean because I never got to play. Heck, outside of a little sweat from pregame workouts, I could go without washing my uniform for the whole season. But the girls, they wanted to hang out with the guys who had dirty uniforms because they were in the game. They were the players. They were putting it out there. They were getting banged up. They were getting nicked up. They experienced the highs and the lows of that thing that we call life because life is an undulating line. Ah, and boy, were they grateful when the game was over. Our reticular activating system is like your remote control, the second function of it. See, whatever you focus on, that's what you see. You know, our TVs now are called tuners. Why? Because there's airwaves all around us. And then you set the frequency of your little tuner to a certain frequency and it picks up an airwave and whatever is on that airwave is what you see. So always use the example. If your TV set was focused on ESPN, why would you expect to be watching SpongeBob? If your TV set was focused on Telemundo, why would you be expecting to watch Fox News? And so in my training, what I have people do is every morning, I have them start the morning before they even go to breakfast, listing out five things they're excited about, five things they're grateful for. Why? Because I'm going in their hotel room and I'm technically stealing their remote control. And I'm putting their mind, their focus on grateful. I'm having their, then set their mind on excited. Usually they do excited first. So I always tell people, just like you never see SpongeBob on ESPN, you know you'll never see on the excited channel, you'll never see depression. And the grateful channel. You know what you'll never see on the grateful channel? Victim. And this is what I always tell people. If you were going to lose your remote, you lose your remote when your reticular activating system is focused on the grateful channel. That is a great place to be because like Paul said, in all things, I am grateful. When I have, when I don't have. People went to the cross burning for the deity of Jesus Christ, singing songs. Martin Luther King and his people, when they marched, singing Negro spirituals, being hosed down, being beaten on like dogs. And all they wanted to do is be treated by the content of their character instead of the color of their skin. And yet today, Dr. King died. For now today, the content and character doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how George Floyd lived his life. All that matters what George Floyd was black and he died. And so now everybody else is evil and poor black people. It's poor theology. It's poor psychology. It's poor sociology. 
It's poor everything. And so this is what Way of War is about. What is your good fight? See, you've got to control what you're tuned to because America and the world is taking your remote control and they want you to focus on the Life Ain't No Fair channel. And they want you to keep a record of wrong, a pound of flesh. And the problem is, if you focus on the Life Ain't No Fair channel, life's going to rip you apart. It's going to be impossible to be great for anything. And by the way, read that good book, the Bible, and I learned two things reading it. Life ain't no fair, and life is hard. The Bible says there's two paths out there. One's narrow, it's hard. He said that's the one you want to find, not the wide one that's easy and everybody's having fun on. That one's leading to destruction. And so quit wanting life to be fair. Life's not fair. And quit waiting for the good fight and the good life to be easy because God said easy's the way to destruction. It's the hard, narrow road that you want. Very few are looking for it. Very few find it. That's what warriors are looking for. And so, when, uh, you know, you've got to control your focus because the world's want to change your focus. And that's why you got to be around like-minded people. That's why you don't forsake the coming together of brethren. That's why you listen to Like It Matters Radio, soon Way of Warrior Radio. That's why you put yourself in classes like at likeitmatters.net because you've got to win the battle. The battle's in the mind. And if you want to be grateful, not for just a day, but for a season, then you got to figure out how you work. You got to understand that you control what you focus on. You've got to take your remote control. Don't give it to the world. Don't give it to the government. You keep it. And every morning, what if you did this for the next 30 days to the end of this year? Five things you're excited about. Five things you're grateful for. I'm going to challenge you. Let's do the, the, the Way of Warrior Challenge. Each morning through the end of the year, five things you're excited about. Five things you're grateful for. And start on the excited and then lose your remote after you focus on grateful. Keep planted on the grateful channel. Because Thanksgiving is not a day. It's a way of the warrior. I am Mr. Black reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. You have been listening to Mr. Black, Master Trainer for Like It Matters. Please find us on Facebook by searching LIM Radio. Make sure to follow us, like our posts, and share with others. Also, search YouTube for Like It Matters. Be sure to like and subscribe to our channel. And for more information on how we can help you live life like it matters, go to likeitmatters.net where you can find more information on our transformational training, our life coaching, counseling, our radio show, and other ways we help you continue the journey of living life like it matters.